and welcome to Boozy Book Reports, a simple podcast where we revisit childhood classics whilst drinking copious amounts of alcohol. We're your hosts, Beth and Sam. And tonight we're reporting on Meet Samantha, an American girl tale. (laughs) (laughs) Really highbrow literature. If that's what you're here for, we have it for you. Yeah. These are classics, though. These are modern classics. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) With really, really great, you know, swag. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have an American Girl doll? Those were for rich people. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a, there was the implicit bitch came out. I'm like, no, no, we couldn't afford that shit. No, but I did have a bunny that I found could fit dolls clothes and like a stuffed bunny. And so I made it a house and Mm -hmm. I would, um, put clothes on it and pretend it was my American girl doll. Cause I was too, uh, I was a poor. Yeah. I, I feel like American girl dolls. I mean, they've been around forever. They've been around since like the eighties. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, They weren't where I was. Like, I think I wanted a cabbage patch, but I never wanted one of these. So I did know one person who had them. And I think this basically says the woman who my mom cleaned houses for her kids had American girl dolls. So I had to clean Mm-hmm. They are American Girl doll shit. Wow. Life <laughs> That's like is a middle imitating art in this book. <laughs> it's, I was a Nelly, not a Samantha, despite my uh, despite, despite my name. name. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a Samantha who you know, a Nelly that some rich lady let go to a nice school. That's how mm. I made it. Oh my gosh! Well, that's that, really it. Honestly, that takes on a whole new thing. <laughs> Okay, so what did you make us? You have some really pretty drinks today. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to pick two cocktails uh, today that were actually kind of pseudo rooted in history. So this book uh, is takes place in 1904, which is during the Edwardian era, Mm -hmm. and so that's uh, there are Edwardian cocktails, and so that's what uh, I'm going to present. But a lot of the cocktails we know actually came a little bit later because you were trying to, you know hide shitty bathtub <laughs> gin and rot gut booze. Yes. Uh, so Makes things, sense. <laughs> yeah. So things like the Savoy cocktail book were actually published in, I think for the first time in like 1930 when mm-hmm. I looked, I have a copy of it. But anyway, I wanted to pick things that were actually sort of available at this time. And so uh, the first one that I'm going to present today is a traditional daiquiri. And so oh. like, w- yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> you think of daiquiri as like the strawberry slushy mm-hmm. with rum in it, but the original daiquiri can trace its roots back to about 1901 in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar to things that like sailors would drink on boats to avoid scurvy, but it was oh. a, a cocktail hmm. that was. So yeah. what's in this? It's lime juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, wa- fresh. I got fresh squeezed lime. Nice. Uh, lime juice, sugar, a little bit of like simple syrup and rum. Oh, okay. It's really straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. No frills. I like it. It's the, tart. It is tart. This one's a little bit. It's a little tart. Uh, this is my one of my husband's favorite drinks mm. that I make. It's super refreshing. Yeah. Porch pounder. Yeah. This is a porch pounder. Yeah. And the, the problem is that they will get you frugging turnt. Nice. Yeah. Great. <laughs> They're Bring really it on. good. <laughs> Very cool. And then the second drink I made is just a classic champagne cocktail. And so champagne cocktails are thought to be around since the mid-1800s. But a uh, champagne cocktail is um, you you basically douse some sugar cube in bitters. And so I used uh, sassafras and molasses bitters. And then uh, you put the uh, champagne on top of it. So Yummy. It's so good. Yeah. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I love a champagne 
I like Prosecco, but same difference. Yeah, this is, well, this is actually, uh, this is uh, sparkling wine champignois and the champignois method because it's oh uh, from Treveri. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So you do a second fermentation in the bottle. It's not carbonated. That's why the bubbles are really like tiny on this one. Oh, oh. I'm not I, a member of, the, I am a member of that winery that okay. you have these from. Well, <laughs> They're really good. Sam was like, oh, do you have champagne? I was like, I actually do because I've been trying to keep it on ice. Yeah. For when moments like, like this. this and she's I was like I think it's a crappy bottle she's like no idiot <laughs> no no she didn't say that but it it's was, not a crappy bottle it's a very like actually it's a very cost effective bottle but it's quite good yeah I really like it we we definitely buy this this same bottle and like I said we're members of this of I, this winery I really Trivary. like the bubble size I'm yeah. a bubble size connoisseur well we we have been to brunch there this is this oh is, that's oh, where we went to brunch. We went brunch we went to brunch in a little like hut because yeah, it was COVID time, yeah. Their bubbles is what oh they called it. It was very fancy. It was super nice. Yeah. It was one of our first like get outs after yes. like the lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and, and it was like a nice little private thing. Yeah, it was, was really fun. fun. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Okay, so we're going to get into this book now. Uh, so we're going to start with the back of the book. Uh, Samantha Parkington is an orphan who lives with her rich grandmother in 1904. There are many servants in Grand Mary's busy, bustling household, but there's no one for Samantha to play with. That's why she's so excited when Nellie moves in next door. Nellie has come to work so that she can send money back to her family in the city. Even though their lives are different, the two girls become good friends. One day, Samantha discovers that Jessie, the seamstress, is leaving. No one will tell her why. So she and Nellie plan a secret midnight adventure to find out. Wow. It's straightforward. And it's literally the entire story. That's <laughs> most of the book. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what do you read? Yeah. <laughs> so this book came out in 1986, which I was kind of surprised it's so vintage. Yeah. I guess yeah. I didn't know that they were so old. Yeah. And it's the first in the series of Samantha. So these books, there's several in each yes. girl's life. So I actually do have a story about the second one, oh, okay. which is Samantha Learns a Lesson. Mm -hmm. My mom sent me to the Scholastic Book Fair mm -hmm. to buy that, to buy Charlotte's Web. I was uh -huh. supposed to buy Charlotte's Web. Oh, I no. gave zero shits about yeah. a pig. Yeah. But we should actually maybe do that book. Yeah. But I gave so <laughs> few shits about that pig. And especially I'm not a big spider person, mm -hmm. as Beth well knows. I do not like a spider. And so I was like, no, I do not want to buy this. And instead I saw the cool girl with her cute outfit on the front of the You're book. Like, and oh. I bought that instead. <laughs> and I got in so much trouble. But was got, it worth it? Oh yeah. I love that book. It was oh, great. Good. Yeah. Love and then, and then I kind of treasured it because I was like, yeah, I'm a rebel. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. I bought a well-dressed Victorian lady as my rebellion. I mean, I mean, it, it tracks for you. I don't ever think I had a book rebellion. <laughs> Like that. Oh, but like, I think Go Ask Alice was a bit like I read books I wasn't supposed oh, to read. Absolutely. I didn't have a book rebellion like where I bought a book I wasn't supposed to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, mom, you, you're not my real boss with this money that you gave me that is yours. <laughs> well, I have to say this book because I did. So I was given the black version, Addie, I think. Addie, yeah. Oh, I, lo but, I loved them all. I yeah. didn't get Addie until I think my aunt bought me that when I was in like, my, I was like 19 or something or 16. Yeah. So it, I kept them just because my aunt had given them to me, but it, I never really read them because they were kind of like, I was into boys and You were like a little and, older and, at yeah, this point. 16 yeah, was just not the age. But So I oh. I'd never read any of these books before. And the, the Samantha one, I 
really enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah, yeah I, I did really too. enjoyed it. I found myself smiling when I read it. And yeah. I just have to say, this is one of our only books I think we've done that doesn't have a real trigger warning or. No, it's definitely age appropriate. And then I think the, um, yeah, it's it's age appropriate and the, the messages are pretty like positive. Yeah, and just. She's a bit oblivious at times, but that's just because she's a rich girl. She don't know. And a little kid too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. She's a bit uh, oblivious. Yes. So it starts off, she's this granddaughter that's been orphaned of this wealthy Virginia lady yes. in, in 1904. And so... She like is climbing a tree or something and falls out of the tree, which again, ladies didn't climb trees. No, it definitely no. Is, is not good. Um, she she rips open her tights and her little. She has a little neighbor that's just the nastiest little she's boy. Kind of a little shit. Yeah, he's yeah. awful. No, he's not fun. No. Yeah, and he like threatens, but she gets him. She's like, oh yeah, threatens him and like right. She hits him where he lives. Oh yeah, like right back. <laughs> I I love that. She's spunky. So um she she. She decides she needs to have her tights so darned. I don't know. Do you only darn socks or do you darn, no, darn I think stockings you can too? Darn, I think you can darn tights because like darning is, I, that's the where you do the weave. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Yeah. You make like oh, a weave. I thought it just meant I'm sewing the hole in my sock up. <laughs> but that's how you do it is you like make, uh, uh, make you a little patch. Make almost. a little patch basically. Yeah. There's a, if you, on Reddit, there's visible mending Oh, is a subreddit okay. and it's, fascinating it's like clever ways people have fixed or Mm. like have made like rainbow weaves or something where like the mending in itself is like a bit becomes part of the character of the object cool yeah it's very like it's like that japanese thing where they put the gold in the crack yeah to like make it stand out it's a little like that but visible mending on reddit is fascinating well, she runs to her personal in-house seamstress, Jessie. Yes. Jessie's a black lady. Yes. Which I don't think registered with me. I just thought Jessie was very tan mm. when I read this. I was very young and yeah. I, I also was not very uh, worldly. Got it. And I, it didn't really hit me until like I got older. I was like, oh. Yeah. But yeah. Jessie was a black lady. Black lady. Samantha really liked her. Yeah. And she, Jesse would tell her stories and she said, yeah. and Samantha's like, these stories were made of magic. And I was, I put black girl magic in the, in the <laughs> of course. That's cute. And it was like from New Orleans. And so it was just like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, and it's, they spent a lot of time on the fact that there was ants in Jesse's room yeah, with she, a cookie. <laughs> okay. This I wrote, you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. like, Everybody's had like an ant invasion. We couldn't even keep, in, in when we lived in LA, we couldn't even keep our honey out. We had to put it in the fridge. Oh my because gosh. Because the ants were so bad. Yeah. 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 So there's a little cookie on the floor and yeah. Samantha sees like two cookies <laughs> yeah. or two two ants and then more. <laughs> Ooh, it's coming. <laughs> and then after- What a fun experiment. <laughs> Home invasion. Later in the, in the <laughs> like- Later in the the uh, the chapter, Jesse's like running down trying to get pepper, black pepper to like, oh, I have ants. And I'm just like, thank you, Samantha. But you little turd, you could have yes. you could have nipped this shit in the bud. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh. So the next scene really got me because it's where Je- or not Jesse, where the grand grand Mary grand Mary's uh-huh. having um having Miss Samantha a uh, uh, crochet or. Uh, cross, cross stitch. stitch. Cross stitch, yes. Yeah, a sampler. A sampler, which I was just like, you do I, this. it was a different era, man, where people, you know what I mean? But like needlepoint was like a thing for women of the upper echelon. Yes. And it's just weird to think about like 
that being a like a legit hobby for like young girls because you just don't see that as much anymore yeah i actually wrote down in the corner sewing as a hobby versus a career because yeah. i did think there was a juxtaposition between jesse yep. who like has to do this versus this like supposedly leisurely activity mm. for women yeah but that's a great great comment i'm so proud of your smarts <laughs> Thank you. Your brain works so good. <laughs> At the, you know, the fine literary analysis on Meet Samantha, an American girl <laughs> book. <laughs> but no, I mean, people still do this, right? Like yeah. knitting circles. Yeah. I watched, um, there's a British show called Hobby Man. Mm-hmm. And it's like comedians doing mm-hmm. stuff. And they went and uh, up to like... I think they went up somewhere in Scotland and they went up to these like knitting circles and mm-hmm. visited them. I mean, people still kind of oh, yeah. do this. Well, and there was, do you, do you remember like, I think it was like the early 2000s stitch and bitch. There was like a big movement towards like getting back together and like, yeah, you know, getting with your girlfriends and stitching and bitching. Well, and doing like a hobby yeah. alongside. Did you ever make the, um, did you ever do the weaving on like, um, like a styrofoam meat tray? Um, no, I did not. This <laughs> <laughs> was like part of our Colorado, like indigenous people's mm-hmm. lesson was like weaving. It's hard. You can't do it. You little like entitled mm-hmm. children. <laughs> um, but you would just take like yarn mm-hmm. and you cut little slots in the top uh, in the bottom of the meat tray. Mm-hmm. And then you make a little, you take your yarn and you run a little S and then that gives you the like, the warp and the weft. No, oh. it gives you the like the one of the things and then you run your yarn oh, yeah, yeah. up and over and you can get little pieces. Like I made myself like a little purse. Oh. Yeah. So fancy. I know. I okay. love that for you. You still have it. It's probably in my mom's house. Okay. Yeah. It's Maybe probably worth, it might be digging worth digging out and bringing it back and using it. <laughs> I would love to see you with a baby, a baby purse you made in fourth grade. <laughs> I don't even think my phone would like fit in it. It would like topple out. Well, tiny purses were really hot two years ago, so they'll come back, you know. Oh, I'll send it to Lizzo. <laughs> like Lizzo at the yeah. Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like got a braided, like it's ridiculous. I'll I'll ask my mom if she still has it. So whilst grandma is kind of like getting at uh at sam it's hard for me to say samantha because you're sitting right here i just want to say you can sam. say samantha samantha only her uncle calls her sam that's true. spicy uncle with the the hot feminist girlfriend i, I mean i love it uh <laughs> but she's like kind of getting after her for doing her little sampler and then uh samantha's very much like well you know i want a doll <laughs> i saw a beautiful doll and the grandma's like listen that costs a lot of money and samantha's like i can work for it and she's like a lady does not work. So I wrote two things at this. Yes. One, $6 in 1904 is about $200 now. Oh my god. So that's gosh. about a $200 doll. Okay. Dang. For the, for the record, two, shameless product placement. I mean. Fucking American girl. <laughs> They're like, wouldn't it be great if you had a rich doll? <sighs> wink, wink. I'm an idiot. Like, I didn't even catch that. I'm just like, yeah, I need a doll. Like, I'm, I'm the target market. <laughs> I need the doll and you know what? I think I I need an outfit and maybe a matching outfit for me. And a little and, bed. And a bed and um, a whole Wait, play area. Did you ever go to, did you ever watch, there's a Conan O'Brien where he goes to the American yes. girl. Oh my gosh. He, he like freaks out during the dinner. Anyway. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. And two, the other comment I wrote was like, there. She, Grand Mary says, there are other ways, my dear, to reach your goals. What? Marriage? Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. Yeah, she's already um, promised to the next door neighbor, <laughs> the little boy. Oh my God. She no. probably would marry the next door neighbor boy. What else, where else is she going to go? <laughs> <laughs> she's going to go to a ball. <laughs> um, I love how you said that uh, Cornelia, the uncle's feminist. Hot, spicy feminist yes. girlfriend. She says, um, she quotes her. She's like, Cornelia says a woman should be able to earn money. And then she says women shouldn't have to depend on a man for anything or a man for anything. And I'm like, yes. Icon. Yes. And this is <laughs> this is 86. I'm proud. Like, this is amazing. What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 86 like, was like, okay, working, you know, but I mean, still. I feel like it was understood in 1986 that women could earn their own money. Though, when is like, when did, when did it end that you couldn't like take it? You had to get like a husband's permission for credit cards. It was like I the 70s. The late, late, late 70s. Okay. So we're not too far out from this. I and I feel forget. like. I take it for granted because like yeah. in my life, again, I think maybe this is a problem, but yeah, take it for I granted mean, that that's just the way it is. Women could work at this time. I mean, not this time. In yeah. 1986. To support your family. Yeah. To bring it home. But I think it's just, I think, I just like that these ideals yeah. were like being like pushed forward still. Anyway, so Samantha just is like, I'm going to be the best person ever. Yeah. I'm going to do everything so you ask me. Sampler. I'm going to practice the piano an hour a day. Yeah. Without stopping, I'm not going to complain. But I still will shit all over Eddie Ryland's dumb face. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Too far. You ask too much, grandmother. (laughs) Uh, But shortly after, uh, her uncle comes. Uncle Guard. Uncle Guard. Gardener. Uh, And he's has a a, a motor a motor a, a motor car no, a motor a, car a motor car a horse drawn carriage and he's or like a, a non horse drawn <laughs> carriage i think this was a crank one too at oh some point God. they're like let's crank it and i'm like okay fun fact my grandpa's first car my grandpa was born in 1918 he's still with oh. us and um his first car was a crank car where you had a little crank and you would wind it up i don't know the mechanics don't come after me but wow yeah like, can't a imagine time uh, a very different time. Uh, I can't even, I'll be honest, really drive a stick. Oh, I Let can't alone. either. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's like, so I, I hate it too when I tell people that oh, I can't drive a manual. They're like, oh, what's going to happen if it's the only car you have? I'm like, I guess I'm going to put gonna it in a gear blow, and go slow. Blow that transmission yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> also, if we're in that situation, I'm already dead. Let's be this real. is true. I actually, in grad school, our <laughs> our department admin took us out to the Rose Bowl parking lot and was like, <laughs> it was like, if shit goes down and you need to drive my car, you need to know how to drive a stick. So she like taught us how. So I learned oh, from my nice. department admin in graduate school. <laughs> She's who taught me how to drive a stick. So like I can do it in an emergency. But like when I went to Sweden and they... I was <laughs> the only one of, of five people with a functioning driver's license that mm-hmm. I could actually use. Like one, two of them didn't have driver's license. One had let his expire. One's driver's license was from Bolivia. So it wasn't like part of the, the what's it called? It's all the like um, treaties about yeah. driving. Uh, and so I was the only one that could drive. So I had to drive. And I told them, I was like, well, you know, you're going to have to pay extra because I'm an American and I can't drive a stick. <laughs> they were like, fine, it's fine. We'll pay for that. So, yeah, I drove I drove around oh, the cool. part of Sweden. Fun experience. <laughs> well, and but did you wear driving clothing? Because they did. In the I book. wore my goggles, my Swedish goggles <laughs> from Ikea. They're uh, Googlish. Oh, my God. No, I can't even do a fake. No. I don't even know how I can do a fake 
fake Swedish. No. <laughs> Klarna. I, I, I do kind of like the idea of like clothes first tasks because I've kind of fallen into like everything's just casual wear or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you have a driving jacket and, and a driving a gloves. Duster. A dust and duster is really cool. But like you you're it's so different than now, right? Oh, like uh, yeah. if you drive now, you're in like a climate controlled cabin. Everything is like very geared towards comfort. Yeah. Here, you're like out in the elements. Yeah. Like I was mad because there's a picture on page 17 that like Gardner got goggles and they just left poor Cornelia's eyes <laughs> to like <laughs> suffer. He was like, just have them closed. Yeah. Just bugs and grit. Oh, it's wonderful, Guard. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and it's, well, and Uncle Guard, I feel like everybody needs a cool uncle. I have one yeah. cool uncle, like that was really like the Funkle. The Funkle, yes. Yep. So cool, so fun. And I, I just, he made me think of him and just how he's like, let's go for a drive. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, I don't have a duster. And they're like, we'll make it work. We'll like, throw you in this oversized fine. coat. You will be fine. The yes. bugs will not get on your dress. N- not at all. And so <laughs> and so she goes for a little ride. I think the next door neighbor is a little bit jealous. And, and then she's like, just suck it, Eddie Ryland. You're the worst. Yeah. And yeah. he is actually. And then, I mean, big things happen in the next chapter. Big things. Because uh, there's a tunnel between like the hedges, between the two yards of Eddie and and Samantha. And she goes over there. Did she find the girl in the tunnel? I can't remember. Yes. No, she doesn't find the girl in the tunnel. The girl's working. Oh, Nellie's like right. hanging laundry. Oh, that's right. So at the Ryland's house, there's a little girl hanging clothes on a clothesline. Yes. Doing laundry. And Samantha sees her and is like, oh, let me help you. And Nellie's like, oh, please don't, ma'am. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. Which, yeah. again, a nine-year-old girl as your house servant for lack of a better word because that's what they treat her as this is uh this is an upgrade for her from 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 the the textile lung she was getting at the factory it's so it's so sad and it's so close like i mean i think about the nine-year-old kids i know and then working in a factory it's like uh, no (laughs) yeah 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 child labor baby yeah and she nelly's so cute she's like yes miss yes miss like just so I, so I guess thinking about 1986, like I am so happy in this point because like Samantha is so, she's oblivious, but she's also like, she's that friend that's like, doesn't really get that there's a difference and just is like, they're not the person that says like, I can't see color. They just literally don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like trying to be woke. Yeah. They're just like, (laughs) I don't see the fucking problem. Yeah. And that's exactly, Samantha's just like, Okay, so you have to hang laundry. I'll help you hang laundry. And then we can like eat cookies in the tunnel, right? Yeah. She's so clueless. There's yeah. no like Nellie is poor. Nellie is, you know, she's just like just oblivious. At one point, she uh, just talks about how wild it is that because she, she couldn't even imagine that there would be like her parents, that Nellie's parents would like send her to go yeah. do work. Yeah. God bless <sighs> Samantha. Yes. I mean, so sweet, so innocent. But, but also I think she through this book she does see like she's her eyes open very quickly yes and yeah. i really appreciated that i think it's so funny th- not funny but so the rylands they pay this little girl a dollar a week her family a dollar a week well so that's well, a, kind of a lot if it dr- it's like 36 bucks a week i mean that seems like a lot for that time uh yeah so the, the doll is for reference the doll is six dollars yeah so it's this is a month and a half of labor to buy Samantha's toy. 
gosh. I mean, we're, we're living in this dystopia today, so I can't really be like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. But just like for context, that's like what yeah. we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the candid conversation they have about they're in the tunnel and Nellie's sharing about her life, about like coughing and how the air was and the quality of life she had. And yeah. like the fact that she had never been to school. And I feel like, like Samantha had a crash course in like, equity yeah like (laughs) her eyes were open real quick class warfare (laughs) she's like what no this is terrible that you have to hang laundry she's like no 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 i was literally breathing in like asbestos two weeks ago this is (laughs) such an improvement (laughs) so they become fast friends and they're going to make a telephone and they plans to hang out and then i mean the very next chapter another big change yep yeah. They go quick. This they, book goes quick. Yes. You got 20 minutes on a work break in your factory. <laughs> Bang out this book. <laughs> so Samantha is going to see her grand Mary and she notices that Jesse is in her outfit, her like her clothing to go home. And yes. Jesse starts saying goodbye to everyone. And Samantha's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Why are you leaving? And nobody's telling her. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone hides it from her. So she's like upset and uh, confused. I mean, she's very upset. Like clearly, clearly they were close friends. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And nobody will tell her. She even goes to the butler, which the fact that they have a seamstress and a butler and a maid, I'm like. It's very Downton Abbey. Yes. (laughs) I'm not joking though. What I would give in my life to have a butler Somebody that is like my house manager that just took care of everything and like, okay, the the uh, the appointment's been made for the oil change and oh. you need to do this and, you know, oh, the filters need to be changed. I already hired the handy person. Like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Like a, ha- uh, oh. a I mean, house manager. Yeah. Just a house manager. It's kind of what Google, Google's becoming for me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is like, uh, people talk about how this often gets put on women, but the, the mental sort of like the mental cost of like organizing everything and making sure that like everything is running smoothly and mm-hmm. planning meals and doing all that stuff. It is a huge thing. It's like a huge just thing. Having somebody organize your life is like amazing. Yeah. There's there's a Kevin when he doesn't teach, when my when my husband doesn't teach in the summer sometimes he like, you know, he takes care of like, oh, we got to take the cats in for an appointment. We got to do all this stuff. And it is just so nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to yeah. like trade it off for like a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Because during when he's teaching, he can't take any time off. So I'm the one that does all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we we do exchange. But oh, I'm like, man, I can really think about like, yeah. I always like wanted to get to the point in a career where I had like an admin because mm-hmm. I just wanted to have somebody help me organize my life. Yeah. I just, a, a personal, I mean, it's, a personal assistant would be amazing. I think it's nice now that we have VRs or vi- virtual assistants, yeah. VAs and stuff. Even but, just like some of the apps yeah, have made life so much easier. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, it's, it's rough out there. Okay. Not rough for Samantha though. So Jesse's leaving the, and then Lydia comes into the picture. Lydia is her beautiful doll that yes. she is given that's in silk dresses it's it's i mean it's pretty much the size of an american girl doll <laughs> product placement <laughs> and she's so excited and so the next morning she takes lydia into this little tunnel to meet nelly and nelly it seems like the girl's never had a doll before never touched a doll uh yeah you know uh, again i can relate to this moment as the only people who had one of these was 
the woman my mom cleaned house for Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we would play with their kids sometimes. Uh, So when I was a kid, by a kid, I mean, I was like probably sixth grade through, I think about, oh, about uh, ninth or 10th grade. My mom worked for this, um, it was like a sporting clays place Mm -hmm. and they, they, they lived on top of the, the, it was like a big barn dominium sort of thing. And the house was quite lovely. It was on top of the big sporting clays place. So my mom, part of the week would clean the house and the other mm-hmm. part of the week would clean the downstairs. And then on the weekend, she'd run the kitchen. And so during the summers or during our time off, we would help with those things. And so like dur- I'd spend my breaks and summers cleaning bathrooms and then like working, I'd do the cashiering because mm-hmm. I was the oldest at the uh, sporting club. But anyway, their daughters had American Girl dolls. And I remember the youngest daughter who was like probably five years younger than me. I was way too old, but I still remember <laughs> being like, oh my God, that is like, I wanted one so mm-hmm. bad when I was that age. And she would like occasionally let me see it, even though I was like so way too old yeah. to be like looking at a doll. And I was just like, oh. I mean, it makes sense though. I feel like it's like, you know, people going on Etsy and eBay right now and buying their childhood Things yeah, that they, you know, that little. they always wanted just to, just to, yeah. to feel like they had it for a minute, you know? Yeah. So I felt about popples, you know? It's just... Popples? Popples. What's a popple? Popples, they kind of look like, oh my gosh, I feel so old now. Oh. It's like this little animal that then like has a kangaroo pouch that you can like tuck it into and oh. it makes it into like a little oh, ball. That's cute. Yeah. They were super cute, but they were like yeah. expensive. And so I, yeah. I remember getting one when I was like in, you know, eight or nine, but I got it at a yard sale. And the the pouch was kind of stretched out and it was never, yeah. you know, there was something about getting it in the packaging and getting the little insert that had all the other characters that you yeah. could circle in love. And yeah. So here's Nellie loving on this doll. Yeah. Going like, to town, not even listening mm-mm. to Sam's woes of, of Jesse has left and we don't know why. No. And she's like, <laughs> she's like taking her shoes off yeah. and unbuttoning the things and, and just showering it with love. Sam is, Sam is also... In the meantime, spouting off conspiracy <laughs> theories. She's like, maybe Jessie has gone to the moon to be the queen of the moon people. She's like, she's in she's in Hollywood. Yeah. She's back in New Orleans. She's like, become a seamstress for kings and queens. <laughs> so, and Nellie's like, no, nah, dog, she's having a baby. Uh, <laughs> you never seen a baby before? <laughs> Which, again, back to Samantha being oblivious. Like, She hasn't. Yeah. She's not seen a baby before. No. And it's like, Jessie would have been nine months pregnant with a belly i mean i know clothing was different and i know that's what i kept thinking was like jesse she's just like jesse's gained weight maybe she's eating kings and queens food (laughs) (laughs) i just think samantha is one of those is like nose blind like just cannot yeah just can't just cannot see past past her own reality she's, in a very innocent way. Yeah, I was going to say she's so kind-hearted yeah. that she like is oblivious. She's just like ignores the fact that Jesse's dropped ant cookie is probably like a pregnancy. Yeah. Pregnancy <laughs> craving. <laughs> she's just like, "Oh, see how many ants get on the cookie." <laughs> I, I love right after Nellie's like, "Yeah, she's having a baby." Then they're trying to say, "Well, how does that happen?" And Nellie's like, "Well, they, I heard the stork brings you, but yeah. I watched my mom have a baby not watched her but my mom had a baby and there was no stork involved yeah no (laughs) bird showed up to my house and it was mm -hmm. some bullshit like but do you think about things do you ever like have that happen to you where you have a a moment where you realize that you had a really naive 
sort of like take on a on a situation or all the time yeah i think i'm an intelligent person and then i'm constantly being like i think i might be a moron yeah like okay so this does not relate but i was like a junior in high school or something and i was in a biology class yeah and there was a girl in the class who i was friends with and some of the boys were like trying to convince her because um we would watch (laughs) we watched jerry springer at lunch (laughs) In, in this like bio teacher's classroom because he didn't care. And so some of us were hanging out and they used to have this ad for the Viper, like car, like like yeah. protection, whatever. And it was like a hologram snake in the commercial that came out. And so the guys were convincing this girl that the hologram snake was real. And I was trying to like tell her it wasn't and then convince myself it was in front of them. And I was like, ma'am, you're a freaking idiot. Do you think... That uh, that first of all, there's the technology for a yeah. hologram snake to just pop up and like scare away, and scare away break. a break in <laughs> in you know 1996. Yeah. Uh, that is a no. And then me just being like, "Don't be stupid." Of course, it's not really real. It's this kind of real. Like I just was like, yeah. it was really embarrassing. Anyway, but over and over in my life, yeah, it happens. Yeah. yeah, I just believe people. <laughs> so stupid. Yes. Oh my god. So I have uh, I have a great uncle or mm-hmm. he well, he's like my mom's cousin. But anyway, his name is Mike and uh, Bobcat Mike is his nickname because he drives a Bobcat. And uh, I'm sorry, what's a Bobcat? Is oh, it a- oh, like a skidster, like a tractor, a little tractor. Oh, a tractor. Okay. <laughs> Get the banjos. <laughs> anyway, Bobcat Mike was one of my favorite of my mom's cousins growing up. And he still is wonderful and sweet and kind. But um, he ha- was missing part of a finger, mm-hmm. and he always told us it was because he tried to pet a, f- a fox, and the fox bit his finger off. And I believe that into like high school, I, I mentioned to my dad, uh, we were talking about Mike's finger, and I mentioned to my dad about how Mike had lost his finger with uh, by by petting a fox. Yeah. And this is why we, I think we were watching Mike Rose Dirty Jobs mm-hmm. and there was a guy snaking a drain or like with the, with the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. motorized snakes. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, no, he lost it with this. This is how he lost it. And I was like, no, no, no. It was the fox. It was the fox. <laughs> my dad was like, what oh. are you? You're a smart girl. What are you doing? <laughs> it's that yeah. kind heart. I'm telling you. Though I have to admit, I did the same thing to my husband. <laughs> I tried to, I convinced him momentarily, and by momentarily, I mean for several weeks, that uh, a jackalope was real. A jackalope? What's a jackalope? Um, it's a maybe a plains thing where a jackrabbit and an antelope have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to like Colorado School Mines, they even have like they have tiles that mm-hmm. have biological like like. Yeah, all the different classes, uh-huh. and the last one is a jackalope. Oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah, babe, that's why the mines has why mines has that tile." And he was like, "Oh, I guess it is real." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kev. <laughs> so I asked Kevin about the jackalope. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> He's still mad about it. That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, um, so Nellie and Samantha they come up. Well, Samantha comes out with a plan that her and Nellie are gonna. Go find Jesse's house. Yeah. Nellie has an idea of where it's at because she had to go to like a a pharmacist or something nearby. Yeah. And so the girls set out in the middle of the night. Yes. In 1904, which I feel like not a smart call. And so they start, they start walking. And again, just dear sweet Samantha. So they're holding hands and they're walking and the houses are getting less 
opulent. Is that a word? Op- yes, is that it a is. word? Opulent. <laughs> opulent. You own everything. <laughs> I really was like going to a show. Um, and so then Nellie's like, oh, yes, this is this is the colored part of town. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is this is a, probably a big shift for Samantha. I, so I actually w- I had some questions about this because I, uh, I don't know how, ch- you know, with the, when she talks about the houses being like less fancy than before, mm-hmm. is it that they're just less fancy than what she's used to in her like little Newport, Rhode Island, you know, mansion party? Or are we like, is this book, because like, is it playing into like stereotypes that like, you know, the part of town that had more people of color is going to be necessarily run down. Because yeah. I don't think this is, one, this is, I don't think has always been the case. Like Tulsa, no. Oklahoma was quite beautiful. And I took it when I was reading it is it just wasn't like the rich area. It was like yeah. normal everyday people. It was just, uh, yeah. And it was probably closer to where you'd have businesses and housing intermixed more. Yes. So it just had a different vibe. Mixed uses. Yeah. Also, though, the the, the drawing is not helping it. It's like a busted fence and a cat. But I understand because my cat would bust through a fence to try and get somewhere. So As, I don't know if we've discussed this, but today my cat stole my egg. <laughs> My little egg muffin. And I came in and he was going to town and then he proceeded to vomit it up. And I had to clean up his mistake. He's so cute, though. It doesn't matter. It mattered for about five Uh, minutes. And then I kissed him and then he smelled like barf. And then I was like, never mind. It's disgusting. (laughs) So Samantha is like kind of just like, wow, like Jesse has to live here. And why is this? And I really like the fact that the girls were like, what? Oh, nothing. Oh, oh, sorry. She's like, girl, Um, you dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I I think it was really interesting how the girls were like, well, why did the grownups make it this way? Like, it doesn't make sense to us. Yeah. I think I I would like to see examples of this, but I do like that, like, uh, it seems that Jessie's never treated differently because Mm -hmm. she is a person of color. It's like, she's she's a seamstress and and all that... uh, you know, all, San, Samantha loves her and is like so just enamored with her. And Grand Mary treats her well and gives her a bonus when she leaves. Mm-hmm. It does seem, and maybe this is like this is some lovely like you know revisionist history or what. Yeah. But she is always treated as a as just another member of the household. Yeah, which is lovely. Again, yeah, nice, refreshing. Yeah. So the girls think they find Jesse's house and so they're trying to peek through the window <laughs> and Samantha's like I'm stronger <laughs> and she's like Nellie get on her back and they're peeking and they're like, just so creepy <laughs> but, yeah, but cute because like they're kids, kids. this and, is a far cry from last month where they were creeping oh and being gosh. mean to that one girl yes. this is like they're just there's no know nudity if, in this one exactly is there a baby yes <laughs> and so Jesse's um husband comes out Lincoln Lincoln and they're like oh and and they're just so excited they're like he's laughing at the the mess of this yeah and so they the girls go in and they get to see the baby and one of the things I love the most is on page 44 it says this wrapped in the blanket was the tiniest person Samantha had ever seen his skin was the same fine brown as his mother's what I love about this is a lot of time in books when they describe black people's skin, they relate it to food. The mocha skin, yeah, the caramel, chocolate yeah. love. I freaking hate that. I, I once saw somebody like kind of break down why that's not a great thing. Yeah. I'm not a scholar, so I'm not going to try and do it. But I so appreciated it that they just was like, 
it it was like how you would describe anyone else. Yeah. You know, I just, I really loved it. I yeah. thought the author did such a good job with that. So yeah, anyway, cute little baby. Um, They named him Nathaniel. And finally now Lincoln's like, okay, girls, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> well, Jesse, Jesse explains that there's also no maternity care. So she's got to be. Oh yeah, that's right. She has yeah. to, she has to stay home because yeah, it's not Lincoln like there's works. a nanny. Yeah. 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 And so, um, so they take, they, he walks the girls home and it was just, it just was very sweet. Uh, and then I was a little nervous for Lincoln though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, 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 same. I was I like, was like oh, oh, this Lincoln walking two tiny white girls. Yeah, like oh, holding no. their hands and like, oh, well, uh, but, <laughs> but it's a lovely, uh, this is a bit of a utopian yeah, world yes. other than like there being child labor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the girls make it home. Uh, Samantha sneaks back in. No, yeah. no harm, yeah. no foul. And um, a couple days later, she's like trying to get a hold of Nellie. And um, they have like the little can with the string, which I have. Did you ever make one of those telephones when you were a kid? We, yeah, I think we did it with like styrofoam cups. Okay. I yeah. think we tried to, but it didn't. It's not very effective. No. I had walkie talkie. So I was like, I had Kool-Aid yeah. walkie talkie. So it was like, yeah, that's what we used. We had some, <laughs> I think they came from a garage sale. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so she's trying to reach out to her friend, and Eddie, no the little no. monster, is like, Nellie's going away. And Samantha is like, what the hell? Yeah. He's like, oh, our driver's taking her back to the city because my mom says she's not strong enough to work. Yeah, that one made me, that made me really sad. There was a line right after that says, mother says next time we'll get an immigrant woman who can last longer. Yeah. And there was just, a, a for me, it was like very frustrating to hear like, basically a, a person treated as yeah 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 shadow mother freaking sucks yeah. um but in the very next line it says samantha wanted nothing more than anything to punch eddie in the nose yeah i mean ditto I, yeah 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 so they're a horrible little family um <laughs> <laughs> they're like and, get rid of the, well, the the tuberculosis girl yeah well now and samantha checks on her like you know yeah. like are you sick like what's going on and There's, they're like she just coughs yeah, and they're like, worried she's gonna get the other kids sick because yeah. she coughs because she has I don't know mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> That's she nothing needs, to laugh about. I just not, say. <laughs> but if but she needs to call the hotline. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's been working just too much. Too yes. much. So Samantha runs home. And tells grandma, grand, grand, grand Mary. It's such an interesting way to say grandmother. Yeah. And Mr. Hawkins, and they're like, "Can we do something?" She's like, "Can we do something? Can we save yeah. coal? Can we get food?" And so they make her a little goodie basket full of delicious yeah. foods to take with her. And um, of course, like she goes back to give give the give the basket of goodies, and then she gives away Lydia. I know that was very sweet, but I also the the shithead in me was like, "Girl, hawk that shit." Yeah, that's that's like six weeks of wages for you <laughs> like, right enjoy <laughs> right but also it is very kind it's always like a selflessness this is the thing that samantha wanted the most mm -hmm. and she like did things she hates doing piano she sewed on her little uh her sampler, little sampler. Mm -hmm. yeah and she, but it doesn't matter yeah because she values her friendship that she's built with Nellie and wants her to be happy. Okay, throw back to another story we read, The Gift of the Magi. Yeah. I love this gift. This is a good gift. Because it's like, it, it's like real sacrifice. Yes. And not phony. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, that <laughs> if story she had, still gets me. <laughs> I know. If she had given like, 
<laughs> if she had given Nellie her sampler that says actions speak louder than words, that would have been the <laughs> magic. That would have been the magic. Henry gift. Yes. It's like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes, I don't want this either. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very sweet. So she, and it's really sweet too, because she's like, she's going to be your friend. Yeah. And I just, oh, so sweet. And then Samantha's very angry. She's working on her sampler. She is stabbing away at it. Uh, she's, she's just in a bad mood. Yeah. And then she, like, everybody's like, why are you in such a bad mood? Is that, that's the vibe. And grand, and she's finally like, I know why Jesse left. And yeah. it's just like, I read it as so dramatic. Yeah. Like this girl's world and is Nobody even down. told me. <laughs> but again, she, it all works out. Cause she's like, well, can't Jesse just bring Lincoln to sew? Samantha literally invite inv- and like invented maternity. Yeah. Like leave and return yeah it's she's a pioneer <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it does it does seem yeah i mean yeah. it seems like everybody will be happy to have a baby around I, yeah. I do i think remember that from the later books well and one of the things interesting too is that she um with the doll and her grandma grandmary yeah kind of alluded to like losing it and she didn't like really cop to it and then her yeah. uncle was the one that said yes. i know what you really did yeah that was very like i think that was very sweet you know because like the I could, you can see that sort of play out. Like the grandmother's like, I wanted to tr- teach you the value of a dollar and, and the value of things mm-hmm. and, and the value of work and, and sacrifice. And and you're right. The, the uncle is like, no, no, no. Her values are fine. Yeah. She did the right thing. It's yeah. very sweet. Yeah. And then, and then I think because of that, um, she asks if they can continue to help Nellie's family. Yes. And they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to work out a plan. End of book cliffhanger well sort of does that right yeah oh yeah yeah and they're like so you're there it ends with uh them saying that she's a, a really quite fine young lady oh huh. yeah oh, and gave true. her a hug i guess i guess i like well there's there's another chapter at the end of this so oh, i didn't read ahead because oh, there's I was a saving there's it a, for later. a sneak peek at samantha learns a lesson yes which is that basically well do you want the spoiler I guess so. Yeah. The neighbor family <laughs> hires all of Nellie's family. Oh. And so they come over to be the driver. The dad oh. is the driver and the mom works, I think, in the kitchens. And then Nellie is going to do some chores, mm-hmm. but mostly is going to go to school. Oh. And Samantha's going to get her caught up on her education and be her so tutor. cool. I know. Well, speaking of education, they have like a little thing on the yeah. very back where it just tells about the era. Love it. I know you do. <laughs> it was actually really good. I enjoyed yes. reading it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was good. I This book was great, honestly. This has yeah. been one of my favorites that we've read as far as like... It's a feel good. Yeah. It has a message. It's like... I'm not traumatized. Nobody <laughs> kissed their cousin. <laughs> nobody like... there Again, no trigger warnings. There's yeah. no... You know, I mean, obviously there's some abuse on the side of the, the Ryland family, but it's not like yeah, it's she's sort of oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. But that's that's the worst that you can, you know. That yeah, everything. Yeah. Is, this is kind of a lovely little yeah. world. How so? What are you gonna rate it? Oh God, I think I'm gonna rate it. Um, I'm okay. I'm going high. I'm gonna say five mended stockings five. and two Lydia dolls. It's twelve dollars worth of Lydia. Yeah, that's. I mean. It's a lot. It's four hundred dollars. I know one for each of them though. So yeah, it was good. I really liked it. I would, if yeah. I had kids, I'd be like, "Yes, read this book because it's yeah, it's cute. It's cute, wholesome, entertaining." 
I'm going to I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 suffragettes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like it, too. I liked it when I was a kid. This one is like not one that got ruined for me by rereading mm-hmm. it as an adult. I was like, yeah. this is quite lovely. I feel like almost every other book we reread is like, oh, yeah. Oh, it <laughs> turns age out well. <laughs> there was some weird, really weird doctor. Yeah. That no doctor. No, in this weird, one. Doctors. no weird doctor. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. No, I yeah, liked this good. one a lot. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm pro this one. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. So are you going to read the rest of the series? No. Okay. I mean, maybe <laughs> it'll take you a grand total of two hours exactly <laughs> maybe if i can find it like I'm, i might be able to get it from the library or something i don't think yeah, I, would, yeah. I don't think i'd invest financially in this one maybe just would you are you gonna buy the doll no i, I don't got american doll money okay <laughs> I, I saw like a tiktoker yeah. take their daughter to american doll the american girl store yeah. sorry and like I was just like shook on how expensive it was. They're very expensive. And it's yeah. like you can like go to the hair salon and the freaking tea party. I also saw these girls. They were like, I think they were trying to do it ironically take American dolls to the tea party room as yeah. adults, and it did not play well. It, they they were like, this is the most awkward thing. We thought this would be funny. It is not. We just want to leave. And I was just like, well, yeah. just embrace it. I think that's the, how the Conan one goes as oh, well, yeah. a little bit. It's like he just it starts funny, and then it's like, okay, no, these are this is this is probably really cool if you're you're six, but yeah. like you're an adult man, yeah, with a doll, it just is freaking weird. Put it away. Yeah. yeah, I do have to say, I like the American Girl dolls because they are very inclusive. Yes, there's lots of skin tones, and yes, a, a, I know that they've made some now with different, um, like. I feel like they have one that has like a hearing hearing aid and a yeah. this and a that. And I know there's one that has like different different abilities and different things. So there was a point at which I remember like the universe sort of expanded in, you know, the mid nineties when apparently we were like more progressive sometimes than mm-hmm. <laughs> some stuff here now. But uh, they, I remember they sort of expanded the universe because they had sort of like a modern girl line mm-hmm. instead of the, just the historical ones, and they were all very like inclusive. But then I was like, this is too many. This is too big a universe, yeah. to be. But I, I had read a bunch of these. I was looking at the front. You, one of my favorite parts is that all of the books have these little like pictures at the beginning, mm-hmm. the little cameos. Oh yeah, yeah. That like show pictures of everybody. But I had read, I had read like a lot of them. I read. Felicity, I had read Josephina, Josefina, I had read uh the Kirsten once mm-hmm. cuz she's like a Swedish immigrant. That one. Good. Oh no. Oh, it's horrific. So sad. Oh. It's so sad. Somebody gets like I, I, you know, spoiler alert, skip ahead a couple seconds. Somebody gets cholera and dies oh. like on the ship and it's her best friend and oh, it is gosh. so sad. I remember just being like traumatized by that one. Mm-hmm. I read Addie, I read Samantha and then I think Kit came out like late. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, that one was like I hadn't come out and I read like a couple of Molly's. So wow. I read a lot, read of, a lot of these. Of Did you ever read, there was like sort of one that was for if you were like a little bit older that kind of went with these that was um, they were diaries. Of like girls doing, they were, it was sort of like American Girl Dolls, but instead they were like doing diaries Mm. of like women or young women in like significant American history periods. Mm, I did not. Uh, I know you were, I know, I, yes, it makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big old, big old nerd. I did not say that. Yeah, you you, you said it with your eyeballs, which is not on a podcast, but just so you know. (laughs) 
by that time I had moved on to probably like a, a little bit more oh, risque I, books. Well, I mean, like I it's just scary. I, I, it was this, and then it was those diaries. Yeah, because they had little ribbons like a diary is very cool. Oh. And then, uh, you know, Goras Gallus. Yeah, next, <laughs> next, next, next in line. I was like, wow, button, button. Who's, uh, who's got the button? <laughs> well, our button from neck for next time is one of my favorite books growing up, and it's called Remember Me. And it's a Christopher Pike book, which have you ever read any Christopher Pike? No, I've, this one is, is this the, wait, who, what does Christopher Pike write? Right. He, it's like, kind of like, it's, it's more YA. Yeah. And it's very like teenage dramas, but at the teenage level of drinking and this and that. And so he has a whole collection of books that are about people getting murdered and, horrible things happening to them. Classic teen things. Just just teen things. I feel like it's not quite a slasher film, but a lot of those books can be. So yeah, it's... I've never read this one. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I haven't read it in years and years. And I was trying to find, like, I know I have a box of old books at my my parents' storage or something, Uh but I had a ton of Christopher Pike, like, especially like maybe seventh, eighth grade through like sophomore. I was really into it. And I just remember them being like I'd read them late at night and they were thrillers and so it was like a little bit scary and but and then not, you couldn't sleep but they weren't like thrillers like it I remember I read it once and that was too much um but they were no I didn't read it that was too scary I watched the movie um but anyway it wasn't they were thrillers but they weren't too much we discussed that I got scared at like a slightly ghosty yeah babysitter's club or like <laughs> i'm really excited for you to read this one <laughs> and it is it is a doozy so if you want to read along with us definitely get your book early it is uh it's small printed and it's like 250 pages so i gotta start early i know i'm, I'm <laughs> the truant one Apple. here <laughs> yeah she's best giving me the read your like, damn like, book like, look <laughs> just just plan on reading you know 50 pages a week. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I'm flashing back. Yes. So anyway, I'm super excited. This again, I really liked this book. I yeah. feel very connected to Samantha. I think this is a movie too. They have a Meet Samantha yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I'll look that up. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited to like cool. venture into American girl world. Yeah. In our in our, in our advanced in years. Our, in our, you know, middle I'm in my middle years. You are not. Uh, I'm getting there. You're close, Ugh. but not quite. You're pre-mid. Pre-mid. Pre-middle. Anyway, maybe that's what they need, though. They need like this kind of book for us. I wonder if there's like a novel series like this style that's like... Just a feel-good feel novel. Feel-good novel for, from like, peri- that are period pieces. I wanted it to be like today. She'd be like, and then she went to work and she checked her email. And then she realized that a co-worker was being disadvantaged. So she went over and gave her a doll. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a sticker that says, you're doing great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like the doll, the gift card to Starbucks is the modern day doll. It's like, here you are. I heard you're having a hard day. Here's five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need a bonus. No. You need a coffee. Exactly. Oh gosh. Uh, hustle and grind. Hustle and grind. <laughs>